Hello, oh. and welcome to Please Don't Send Me Into Outer Space, Aaron. Podcast intent on exploring all that science fiction and fantasy has to offer one movie at a time. My name is Joel. My name is Sarah. My name is Kimpo. My name is Aaron. Mm. Aaron, wah, wah, wah. Aaron, give us a crunch. Come on. Ah, uh, yeah. That's and my name's Carrot. <laughs> <laughs> Poor Carrot. Didn't live long in this world. This week is The God of Cookery from 1996, directed by Stephen Chow, written by Stephen Chow, Man Sung Lo, and Kan Chung Sang. Starring Stephen Chow, Karen Mock. Uh, what was the name of that guy? Which one, Joel? The big guy. Which one, Joel? The big guy. The bad guy? The big bad guy. Mm. Wait, there's a character called Wet Dream? Yeah. Yeah. He's, He's the sensei. He's the monk. Oh. Well, if he's the monk, then who's the old pervert monk? It says old man. Never mind. Uh, <laughs> let's see. I think you might be confusing some characters. Green-haired triad member. That guy was funny. Yeah, I liked him. I liked him. This next guy doesn't have a picture. We'll never know. Yeah. But his name is Old Tong. Anyways... Uh, I think this is yeah. the first Chinese movie we've done. What? Really? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Really? Hmm. I could change that. Well, we don't like movies where you have to watch them. You know, we like movies where you imagine what goes on. Like Crawl. That's a beautiful movie. Mm. Do you cry? Yes. Every time. Yeah. Sarah, what do you think? Uh, of this movie? Yeah. You know, it wasn't what I was expecting, but I was kind of surprised by it. Um, it's, uh, it's kind of wacky, (laughs) and it's kind of, um... Very slapsticky. Yeah, the humor is, like, this specific, like, kind of humor in it, and it's, like... It, like, deals with a specific... I would almost say it's, like, a class movie. <laughs> like, a, like humor about the lower class, almost, or something. Mm. Like, like the upper crusts are, like, the she-she chefs or whatever. Right. And the towers or whatever. And then there's, like, the street cooks. Yeah. And, yeah. like, it's almost making fun of, like... The people that are in that 
like hood and like how hood they are kind <laughs> of like how street i don't know i mean i think that like a lot of the um slapsticky kind of stuff was like you know somebody that would have like oh. crazy teeth or whatever <laughs> it's okay i think it's like a common theme though like that kind of with all of his movies i don't know if it is specifically uh Making fun of one class type, like, because uh, obviously he's making fun of the rich people too in that one, or the she she, as you put it, cooks. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, it's like if I was to describe the humor of it, I would say very slapstick, very physical humor. Yeah. yeah very visual. Not, st- I guess there is a few, like, uh, it's not what she would call like a very quick-witted zinger <laughs> kind of humor, where you have, um, yeah, mm. not a, a not a witty like type of. Uh, I can't think right now. Well, here, here, I, I got a couple of things I want to add to what you're saying, though. I feel that Stephen Chow likes to portray the rags to riches kind of thing a lot in his movies. Where, like, either a character, like, in this one is really well off and then isn't so well off, but then kind of finds out that there's more to life than just money. That's, that's, that's That seems to be, like, the, uh, a, an average pattern for things, because, like, that happens in um, uh, a little bit in Shaolin Soccer. Like, mm-hmm. but I feel it's, like, more the glory of the, of the, of the, of the soccer, of being the soccer star in that one. And then, but, but at the end of the movie, you know, he's, he's like one with his, you know. So I guess how the story is, is that, if you don't mind me. Oh no, this was your pick. I was going to ask you. Yeah. Yeah, um, I came across this movie when I was at Comic Con, I think very early 2000. Mm -hmm. And I've already seen a few Stephen Chow films and I really like the humor in it, which is very I would say this movie is very violent. There's no way around. It's a very violent, but not in Stephen Chow's like that um, though, right? That's just that's just his in thing. In a vicious kind of way, it's like it's very violent in a comedic way. Like I guess Looney how you tunes. would say Looney Tunes. I was gonna say Three Stooges, kind of smacking yeah. around, and then just very. Awkward, I can see Looney Tunes. Yeah. Like awkward moments, and it's kind of it's not funny until someone's knocked down a peg sometimes, kind of thing. But um. I remember searching through all these movies, and then um, I was going to buy, I think that's when I bought Shaolin Soccer, because it was, at the time, it was very hard to find. I love that movie. I love it. These, you know, movies, you had to go to conventions, or you couldn't really buy them online then, and they had a stack, and uh, this lady that was selling them said, oh, have you seen God of Cookery? And I said, no, it's like, you have to see this one. It's hilarious. So I bought it. And I watched it and really enjoyed it. But it's also one of those movies where it makes you so hungry if you don't watch it on an empty stomach because it's a martial arts cooking film. <laughs> Comedy. <laughs> it's definitely niche. Yeah. <laughs> like on Netflix. <laughs> I'll, I'll agree with you that some scenes were delicious, but then there were some scenes that made me really gross out. Mm-hmm. There was some gross out. <laughs> that was just a reflection of myself on the screen. Oh! <laughs> There was poop in the thingy. That's right. Oh, yeah, they mentioned some pretty nasty. Well, I guess if you weren't, 
used to this kind of humor that would probably be a little gross out to some. But there's a lot of... Um, Stephen Chow has his gross out moments in his movies, though. Yeah, there's a few. There's a few. So. But, um, like, he really... I don't know what his obsession is about this one actor. He has in all of his movies that's dressed like a woman that has a beard and always their finger stuck up her nose. <laughs> and they overdub... His voice with like a woman's voice. I don't look at me. I, <laughs> oh my really god! You, you'll, you'll have to ask him someday about that. So but, like it's a Japanese manga thing, which is funny. Why? Because they are, they have. I've, I've read multiple mangas where they have characters where it's yeah, like it's like oh, there's an attractive woman. And it turns around. It's a guy with a five o'clock shadow. <laughs> yeah. Oh come on. <laughs> That's that's a thing, I guess. Yeah, that's a very Asian humor, I guess. Yeah, but um, okay. So how this movie starts is Stephen Chow plays a character that isn't Stephen Chow, but still called Stephen Chow because, mm. much like Jackie Chan, they uh. both kind of do that with their movies where they keep their name. I don't know, even though okay. they're playing different characters. Stephen Chow is this big hot. To do like chef, and he puts these big competitions on for the best of the best chefs, and he has to judge them to see who wins. You know, this uh, got a cookery was supposed to be really prestigious, and he of course I think doesn't want his title to leave, so he just fails everyone, and he pays everyone off to just keep this title and gain more and more money. And he's a real skeezy dude. People inside set him up. Uh, so he would um, get arrested for selling like bad meat or something. And yeah, that's how that he was inside be. job. Yeah, it was, it was a conspiracy. Yeah, inside job. Yeah, yeah. they wanted him out because they found another hot, awesome chef to replace him. Yeah, who kind of looks like an Asian version of like Smash Mouth. <laughs> Oh yeah, when he does his hair. Oh sure. yeah, yeah that, that's right. I forgot. I totally forgot about his like his frosted his extreme tips. frosted tips hair. Yeah, extreme. Totally. But there is this weird segment before he's busted, and it just goes into this flashback for no apparent reason. One of his bodyguards said, "There's a girl that says she knows you from school and she wants to see you," and it goes in this. Big, adorable flashback of how he had this crush on this girl and how he used to, like, hide and, you know, try and think of ways to, like, introduce himself to Yeah, her. yeah. And he thinks that that's who's coming to see him, and he just is so excited. But when he turns around, it's that damn guy <laughs> with the beard dressed up as a schoolgirl with her finger up her nose. And she runs over to him like, oh my god, I'm your biggest fan! <laughs> and there's all this press around and they're all excited and, you know, thinking they're getting this cute story. And Stephen Chow points to the window and says, oh my god, a UFO! And so all the press look, and while all the press turn their heads, he roundhouse kicks the schoolgirl in the face and her body launches into a back room. And then it was completely forgotten and they were talking about it again. Yeah, because then they turn around and then it was just like, and oh, just, like, what? Like, drop yeah, it. Yeah. yeah. Like nothing happened. Amazing. <laughs> Amazing. Yeah. As it should be. Yeah, so you could tell it's already just has some random violence in it, just left and right. 
you know, he goes to rags and he's just on the street. Like, I guess he lost his home and everything because he's just wandering around. And he comes across. <laughs> his like, house was there too. Yeah, I'm assuming, I'm assuming he, lived he lived there. there. <laughs> I got that feeling too. Yeah. Oh, didn't he have like an outdoor computer office? Too? <laughs> yeah, we definitely need to talk about some outdoor computer office. Rooftop, <laughs> rooftop office. office uh, That's what the yeah. rich have. Okay, you guys don't know because you're not you know one of the one percent. But when you're one percent, you got your computers outside. <laughs> Just your giant '90s monitors sitting on astroturf. Yeah. Well, yeah. you know. Yeah. yeah. All right. <laughs> so he's kind of wandering around wearing I forgot about these the little shorts, shorts, these white, crisp white shorts and golden top, walking around, I guess. Uh, it's a uh, life of luxury. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's walking around some skeezy area, but I guess a touristy area, I'm guessing. And uh, he tries to trick this noodle... I guess vendor or whatever out of getting free food by ordering noodles and then complaining about all of it. <laughs> and then he picks up a pig intestine. He's like, it still has in it. Fail. And the lady just gives him toilet paper and just says, wipe it off. Well, the lady's called, what was her name again? Um, Sister Turkey Neck or something yeah. like that. And her, I guess, posse beat the ever loving out of him and yeah then, they really beat him up yeah they beat the crap out of him till he's like totally bloody and they just throw him on this you know in some alleyway was this the first time we see a group of people beating someone up with a folding chair <laughs> i needed that confirmation there's was a, this the first time i think that no no because i think didn't stephen chow do that first to one of the cooks you're gonna have to tell me i know there's so much there's a big theme of folding chairs yeah throughout and they're all used to smash people with in a lot of his movies. He gets... Okay, let me see. Where was I? Oh, yeah. He gets the crap kicked out of him, left in the alleyway. I think her name is Turkey. Is it Turkey Neck, Joel? No, it's just Turkey. It's just Turkey? It's just Turkey. turkey. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, she um helps him out. And uh, I guess he gets in between this weird uh, food war in this kind of alleyway thing. She wanted to protect him. Yeah. Should I say it now or we could talk about it later? Just just say it now. All right. Turkey has the hots hots for him. Yeah, because she knew when he was famous. Yep. Yeah, that's weird. Why? You never had a fan crush on anyone? No, I mean, it's weird that they have that interaction, that banter, like when they first meet. What do you mean? When he eats the food. Oh, yeah. And he's like, this sucks. And she's like, you're going down. Yeah. Because, like, even though he introduces himself and says, this is who I was, like, I just think it's funny that it's like, she know, did she know him when he was famous? Yeah, no. she knew him when, she- when he was famous, but when he was complaining, his head was down and saying a bunch of stuff and she didn't know who he was. And then he said, you don't know. I'm the god Clickery. And then when he put his shades down, she was like, <gasps> Oh, she didn't personally know him before that yeah. whole thing happened. She was just a fan of him. Yeah, just a really big fan. Oh, okay. Yeah. So those guys kicked his ass. Yeah. Oh, like, yes. how do I phrase this? Yes. Those yeah. guys kicked his ass. Yes. And she stopped them like after he'd kind of had his ass kicked, <laughs> and then afterwards, after her shift or whatever, she bought him. 
um, barbecue pork. I think he decides to help her out, and he figures out some new way to make. Yeah, he invents like a a a, a um a meat a, a meatball that uh that is so juicy that it's it, the, that piss it's... the piss your ass off balls. Yep, yeah. Yep. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Yep. So huge. I have so no juicy. idea why, but yeah, they piss. were so juicy. Appetizing. <laughs> the name of the shrimp is like called pissing shrimp, okay. and so it was like combined with um, beef balls. So so it just ended up being like piss balls or something. Yeah, like yeah. It ends up being this, didn't sound very appetizing though. Yeah, it ends up making this huge hit, and I forgot why he had to go on a business trip to China. This is this takes place in Hong Kong, right? Yeah. Yeah. So I don't remember exactly why. Who are we talking about? Stephen Chow. No, what happened was the guy, the guy who took over the God of Cooking role, uh, told him that there was a secret, there was a secret cooking dojo. (laughs) He decided to go there, but it turned out it was a trick. He tricked him into going into the middle of nowhere so that he could assassinate him. Oh, oh yeah, totally. That does make I sense. <laughs> no, that 100%. makes sense. 100%. You make sense. That's crazy. Yeah. And he ends up stumbling upon a monastery where he learned how to do his own style of like martial arts cooking. The directing I want to get into, there's it has a very like you could feel the heat of this like you could tell where they're at it's like very warm. Yeah. Or very hot. Like It looked really humid. Yeah, really humid. Very humid. Sorry, you've been there. <laughs> Is it humid? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, in Shanghai, it's particularly humid. It has really cool, like, directing that way. And it also has a lot of cartoony <laughs> aspects of it. Yeah, yeah that, there's that lots of awesome. cartoony kind of things that happen. Yeah. Like very anime. <laughs> yeah, and I liked that stuff. I thought that I thought that, that stuff gave it like definitely an element that made it different from other movies. Yeah, it has a lot of Yeah, just the way it's shot, like there's a lot of use of like cool uh lighting tricks. Like there's a part where he's in the monastery and every single time he tries to escape, the monks, like, stop him by beating the crap out of him and then throwing folding chairs on him. But there's a Yeah, really, there's a lot of folding chairs. Yeah, a lot of folding chairs. A lot of folding chairs. chair violence. But it's the funny, the cool part about the lighting is that you don't really see the monks <laughs> notice it. Like, what happens is you see Stephen Chow near a wall with the little rag of belongings over his shoulder. And all of a sudden, you see all these a shadow. Like a thousand bald heads rising <laughs> up slowly. Painted gold. The lighting in this movie was actually something that I thought about talking about when we watched it. That like, it's biz- it's kind of bizarre lighting. Like there's different scenes where they use different lighting techniques, but you can tell that it was like all over the place. Like they use natural light in some parts. They used like spotlights in some parts. They used like... And I mean, a lot, a good, a good deal of time is spent in like banquet style environments. And <laughs> yeah. like they use a specific kind of lighting in those environments. And like, yeah. And there were some that, there were some parts that did seem like an advertisement, which I think they were trying to do with like the, 
newsreel kind of stuff. Yeah. And uh, it's very 90s. This is a very, it's a very <laughs> dated movie, but in a good way. Like, for some reason, there's a reporter there and she's wearing, like, one of those plastic kind of vile vinyl looking jackets yeah it was 90s yeah it was very 90s. it was very 90s the music was very synthesized <laughs> oh I yeah actually i totally forgot about, forgot about the, the music. music there's a lot of electric saxophone oh, that's <laughs> right it's very swanky sound wah, 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 wah. yeah yeah that's like a fancy commercial in China. <laughs> in China, you'd see like a fancy commercial and somebody would be like talking and like all serious and like, yeah. And it would be like panning over a bunch of food and like, like that kind of like violin music and stuff, like exciting music. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> would you, would you think it's safe to say that it's like a battle? Yeah. A, like a cooking battle. Yeah. It's like yeah. A cooking battle. Pretty exciting. It was on Netflix too. Right yeah, now. it was pretty. I was shocked that it was on Netflix. I, I definitely enjoy the kung fu cooking aspect of this movie quite a bit. Mm-hmm. The flying vegetables, the uh, uh, the spectacle of it all. <laughs> <laughs> I think it really, it really is really entertaining. What did you think about it? Mm-hmm. It was all right. It was funny. Made me laugh. That part. Which part made you laugh? Uh, I don't remember specifically, um, things that happened made me laugh. Yeah. Yes. I know you laughed pretty hard when that schoolgirl got roundhouse kicked into the back room. I think I looked away when that happened. You guys were cracking. I was like, oh man. You missed one of those like split second things that like, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. That guy's face though. He was very excited. He's excited to meet his hero. Stephen Chow should have been nice to him. You're right. You're right. Probably would have prevented a supervillain at that point. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the subtitles on this movie on Netflix seemed like they were subpar to me. Mm-hmm. Like, there were parts that were, like, written parts or, or like, the you know, they kept doing, like, articles in between or, like, a, maybe, like, quick oh, show things, yeah. like posters. Oh, yeah. And it would just be like no description. There was like one yeah. that had a description, but we just kind of had to like guess. It was too fast. Yeah, yeah, I guess. I mean, really, they they would have had to like stop and like put. Well, text they should have done there. that for me. I'm an American. Oh. <laughs> I'm an American citizen. Uh, Are you sure? In two seconds, maybe two seconds of text. Uh, yeah. So I guess what happens huh? next is he he does learn how to reach enlightenment in cooking, and uh, he fights this big battle mm-hmm. against the Smash Mouth guy. <laughs> and it just gets even more ridiculous from there. Yeah, it goes full nut bar. Full, it does. Full god nut bar. Yeah. <laughs> but in a, yeah. in a good way, not in a like, you're gonna turn it off and leave <laughs> kind of way. Like, and it's like, what? How far are they going to go? It just keeps building up. There is... One of my favorite parts of the movie is there is a judge. And she has this big mole on her forehead. And she is like the funniest food critic or judge or whatever. (laughs) And she keeps like... 
disqualifying people for like really weird reasons. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's it's a it's a wacky fun time. Yeah. And then it gets really spiritual after that. Gets <laughs> really spiritual. Yeah, it does. It gets really spiritual and starts talking about like past life stuff and like the heavens. Eternity. Eternity. And then that's 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 how it goes, and that's the movie. This movie was such a mishmash of things. Chinese. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, and um Yeah, I'd like to hear. The movie this actually reminded me the most of out of all Chinese movies that I've seen was this movie that I saw when I lived in China that was all about cockfighting. Yeah. Oh wow. <laughs> and the entire movie was like these guys and they're like posse and like them like talking about their chickens and like which ones were gonna win and like <laughs> and the, the the chickens like were fighting and then they were like fighting on the roof and then they were like you know like it was just like the chickens kept like going up a level <laughs> but like what it it was random yeah. as well as like battle so random yeah and um. Yeah. And I saw it in the theater, and I remember being with my sister, and we were like, what the heck is this movie? <laughs> and in China, I lived in really, really rural China, and this makes fun of both the incredibly poor <laughs> and the incredibly rich. Yeah. But it's like a fall from grace, like you guys were saying. It's like there's big status, and he has yeah. all the stuff, and he has all the wealth. I guess I didn't find the uh, as funny because I've eaten some pretty insane in China. <laughs> oh, that makes sense. And you've um, been there. Yeah, no, I have been there. This is no novelty. <laughs> this is real life. It's not as funny when you're actually not sure what you've oh, just eaten. Oh no! Um, but I think having said that. You have to love the unpredictability in this movie. <laughs> yeah. I love the whole, the, the gang of ragtag dudes that he's hanging out with, the, the street gangs. Yeah, the they brainless cool. goons. I the, liked them. With their really 90s The clothing. green-haired guy. They're wearing those light jeans and the big green hair. And I'm trying to think of what else 90s about them. It just looks very 90s. It was awesome. I liked him. I liked him. About the guy that was practicing a line over and over again. And they're like, who said that? Oh, yeah. Oh, my gosh. That was amazing. Oh, yeah, because Stephen Chow talks some <laughs> And then so it's like, who says that? And so he lines up all the goons and said, like, I have a really, like, sharp ear. I could tell who said it. Just say that line. And they go down the road. And I guess Stephen Chow's next to this drunk guy with the green hair. And he's trying to blend in drunk with him so that way he doesn't get in trouble. And uh, he keeps giggling and all that. And it's just kind of funny on the scene because they keep going down all these people. And some of these goons look pretty ridiculous. <laughs> I think this might be the first movie we've ever done with outtakes, too. Yes, oh, yeah. I believe this is. Like, I don't think we ever watched one for the podcast. No, that had Stalk, Stalker had outtakes, remember? Oh, give me a yeah. break. 
Did he? <laughs> Remember when we were at Soliloquy and that dog came over and peed on him? Oh what was God. the movie um, about the best the best lady he's ever seen, dead or alive? What movie was that one again? Uh <laughs> I can remember the quote, but I can't Endangered remember the scene. Did that have? No, it didn't have any didn't <laughs> blooper reel. It was I'm just imagining. Movie. I'm imagining the Aaron. blooper reel in my head. Then yeah. sorry. Well, the dead whole, or the alive. Whole, the, whole the, the blooper reel was the whole movie. <laughs> 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 Those would be the outtakes from other movies. Okay, oh, fair enough. <laughs> so it's a real great movie. You know it's got well, John Reese Davies in it. Chinese movie oh. thing because like in Jackie Chan movies he's got outtakes at the yeah. end also. Oh yeah, you maybe know. the blooper reel is a- in, in twenty forty six. No, I'm just kidding. No, give me a break. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think I saw many. I saw many Chinese movies um, that were about when the Japanese invaded. And I've seen many Chinese movies. Um, that doesn't sound like they would have outtakes. <laughs> <laughs> That are about um, really sad things, really tragic dramas about um, love that can never happen because of some divide, either class or um, separation or, yeah, just like drama of, you know, somebody dying. Because they can't have the one they love or whatever. But every time I see a comedy, I'm kind of happy because, like, one of my favorite Chinese movies is about cooking. Mm -hmm. And it's funny as well, but it's not fantasy in any way. It's called Eat, Drink, Man, Woman. Oh, yeah. And it's about this chef who has three daughters and... It's a really good Chinese movie that's, like, this is, like, the slapstick, like, I mean, almost, like, funny version of, like, a cooking movie with, like, you know, like, it has, it has fantasy, whatever you want to call it, elements in it. But, like, for just, like, a regular, like, movie that's comedic, I would say that one is probably, like, one of my favorite movies. But, um... Yeah, Eat, Drink, Man, Woman, and The Wedding Banquet is really good as well. But, like, the feasts. There's, like, (laughs) so many banquets and so many, like, feasts of food prepared for this movie. There's some pretty fantastic Chinese cuisine that people never see around here most of the time. I don't think they see barely any Chinese food. Yeah. I mean, I I like American Chinese Chinese food, too, but... But it is not Chinese Chinese food. No. <laughs> and uh, I've eaten some pretty weird things. Um, <laughs> I was once at a banquet where they put out a platter of these, like, little pieces of bread. These little, like, bread rolls. And inside of each one was a a fried baby bird. Oh. So it was basically, like, bread with a full-body fried baby bird inside of it. Mm. And, like, I'm a huge animal lover, and there were so many animal things that creeped me out in China and just made me go, oh, the torture. But, like, (laughs) you know, I saw people, like, killing a chicken and stripping its feathers off or, oh, my God, just stripping scales off fish and stuff like that while they're still alive. And, yeah, I just, like... horrible. Yeah, it was was upsetting. But one of the creepiest things that ever happened to me was... 
I pick up with my chopsticks a piece of this food that's in like a, you know, it was like a stir fry. It was like meat, vegetables, whatever. I pick it up. I start chewing it. And we're like trying to be super polite. You know, we're in a foreign country. And, um... So I'm trying to eat it, and I'm like, this doesn't seem right. (laughs) The texture doesn't seem right. And, like, I turn the food in my chopsticks, and it's like a webbed frog foot. Mm. Yeah. That's, like, curled Mm. (laughs) with, like, skin on it still. Yeah. (laughs) I was like, oh, no. (laughs) Still skinned, still skinned frog toe. Not for Sarah. Nope. For some no. reason, the chicken feet were a big thing too. Just chicken yeah. feet. Yeah, yeah. yeah you can don't get rid of any part of the chicken. I mean, yeah, you, gotta, you gotta use it all okay. if you're gonna kill it. Mm-hmm. And then um, cicadas. <laughs> Yikes! Cicada larvae. Oh no! I would deep never fried do at the mm-hmm. night market. Uh uh-uh. uh. Delicious. Uh uh-uh. uh. Squeeze out nope. the juicy stuff. My daddy's stuff like that. Adventures in eating. <laughs> <laughs> like, I can't even handle sometimes grapes, so I can't imagine. Because I'm very balls. texture, like certain textures, so uh-huh. that I would never yeah. think I could do. Mm-mm. Just uh-huh. because they pop. You're much braver than I. <laughs> I wasn't that brave. No, I'm afraid I offended <laughs> many a person, but, you know, I tried my best. <laughs> mm hmm. So one of the things that this movie reminded me of is this manga I used to read, which it's also an anime. I know it's Japan as opposed to China, but that's okay. Uh, called Yakatate Japan, which is a book based around a kid who wants to create the national bread of Japan because you know people in Japan don't eat bread and blah 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 and all this stuff, and so. Every book, he has to go to these different competitions, and there's other people that want to make bread, and it's, you know, it's suitably ridiculous, funny, <laughs> and stuff like that. Sounds but, fun. But they, like, have, like, when the uh, the judges are eating these breads, like, in, in this movie, there's a point where somebody eats one of the, the pissing uh, beef balls, mm-hmm. and uh, it's it's really, really funny sequence where he, like, fantasizes that he's on a beach, and he's <laughs> he's running with these veils, and it's, it, you know... Like childlike freedom. Like, oh, you know, it's a overweight older man doing this, so it's, <laughs> it's funny. And that happens, like, in, in the comic, like, somebody will eat something, and all of a sudden, they're like, whoosh! You know, it gets whisked away <laughs> yeah. in a magical place, and it's like, ah, oh, 10,000 points. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> My favorite is when that lady mall tries the, the, like, one of the meats, and she's like, oh, and she's like, the best, best pork I've ever had in my life, and then it pans to her, like, there's a giant piece of pork, and... It's her rolling on top of mm-hmm. this giant piece of pork. Just, like, can't help but, like, she's just so into it kind of a thing. <laughs> that lady was intense. Yeah, she yeah. was really into that That lady pork. was intense. Mm-hmm. It's like you could tell they, like, just had a photo of this pork and she's just in a green room or something just rolling all over the floor. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> like, there's a point where she rolls in her stomach and just, like, punches the meat because she loves it so much. Punch <laughs> meat mm. for pleasure. Oh, uh, <laughs> wow! Aaron. I know so much about you. Shut up. Oh man. <laughs> okay. What the whoa, heck? Whoa, whoa, 
Whoa. I'm wielding up. It's getting crazy with the what markers the over heck here, guys. What's going on here? I gotta keep him in line. He thinks ever since he watched this movie that he's some sort of god of podcasting. That's because I am, Joel. Oh. Oh, don't say that, Aaron. <laughs> you guys gonna have a wushu battle? You and Mark Marin are gonna fight. Um, <laughs> Adam, I'm trying you, Adam Carroll, and Mark. Oh, no. Or whatever. <laughs> Just trying to picture what kung fu podcasting moves would be like. Mm. Like, oh, I just picture like look the at fifth me element posing in front of the microphone. <laughs> Aaron, Aaron, it'll be like the fifth element, like Ruby Rod. Oh, like Ruby Did Rod. Yeah, that's pretty good. So, you guys have seen most of the Stephen Chow stuff. Yes. What What is the? I have ranking? a top three. What I have a top three. Ranking? I, I know someone in the group that might disagree with me, but uh, that's okay. Everyone's opinion. Right? Everyone's here's, entitled to their opinion. Here's Don't, my my no, dis- per- no disagreeing. My personal top three Stephen Chow films mm-hmm. are as follows: The Fifth Element, number one, Shaolin Soccer. Okay. Number two, God of Cookery. Okay. Number three, Kung Fu Hustle. Okay. Those are my top three Stephen Chow other? films. Yeah. I only just did three. That's it. You yeah, don't well, need money even during the West. Well, I mean. I'm just saying. That's number four. That's number four, yeah. Have okay. we seen other ones? Yeah. It's I've seen those four. There is a few stinkers. What about CJ9? Oh, oh, the alien don't, one? Don't see that one. Uh-huh. It's, I hear it's, it's real the good. There is no reason. Or, like, I could understand like having whimsy and just having random like fun in a story, but that CG set, like, there is no point to any of that movie about mermaid we're gonna actually watch yes that. i was just about to mention that joel okay. i can't wait to see it <laughs> the yeah. sound effect yeah i was like whoa was we've seen a clip from it we've all seen a clip from it of a mermaid bouncing off a trampoline as hooks are being thrown at her and all the men want to murder her <laughs> mermaids are very popular right now there's like Three or four movies that came out like last year or this year that are mermaid oriented. Really, kind of weird. Yeah. Tales old as time, Joel. You're just thinking about Did that because we saw I the just... Killer Mermaid, aka Nymph. No, Nymph. we didn't. <laughs> see that. That's not. I would never think of that movie. There's a lot of butts in that movie, guys. No, there's a lot of butts. There's just one butt. There's a lot of dancing. A lot of dancing. One butt seven hundred times. One butt seven hundred. Okay, I guess for mine, I would say I I like Kung Fu Hustle, but that's because it has more a focus on the martial arts itself. Because I'm a really big fan of martial arts. And then I would say Gotta Cookery second, and then I would say Journey to the West would be third, and then Shaolin Soccer. Mm. Cool. But what about From Beijing with Love? That one I haven't seen. Yet. I haven't seen that one yet myself. Oh, thought you guys were experts. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> most are sometimes hard to find them all. Yeah, I bet this was popular when it came out in China. Yeah, I haven't looked at anything online, but the humor is reminiscent for me of things that were funny at the time when I was there. Um, <laughs> Not and- so much now. <laughs> No, I mean, I don't know if things have changed since then, but, you know, mm. there's different kind of comedies that are popular now than were in the 90s here. Uh, I'm not sure. That's true. That's true. Kind of, yeah. That, all I could think of when you said 90s, I think of the 
really raunchy <laughs> comedies. I like movies like Trainwreck. You would never see something like that in the nineties, or like China. Um, no, I mean, I'm just comparing movies over the decades. Oh, okay. Yeah. You see raunchy comedy. I'm like eighties is just full of raunchy comedy. So nineties. You know, yeah, I know. I don't know about raunchy. Is the eighties were as raunchy as like? I mean, Porky's and, uh... Yeah, but see, that's, I think that one's a little bit tamer than some ones that I've seen. Mm. I'm not I, saying the 80s weren't raunchy at all. No, I know what you're saying. I'm just saying I think movies were vastly different in America from mm. the 90s to now. Okay. That are funny. And very few of them stand the test of time, in my opinion. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, there's no comedies from the '90s anyone likes. That's the thing. No, nobody likes '90s. I'm just kidding. <laughs> what Tom, Tommy Boy? Oh, Aaron. <laughs> I mean, that's the one. You know? It's still one of my favorite movies. I know. Well, it's a great movie. Thank you. Thank I've you. never seen it. Well, we gotta sit down and watch so it. It's about a guy who knows kung fu. Chris yeah, Farley. Chris and, Farley. Uh, oh yeah, Beverly Hills Ninja. <laughs> no, yeah. that's a bad movie. <laughs> I think you guys might like Beverly Hills Ninja. <laughs> yeah, okay. You Joel guys thinks like it's it. bad. <laughs> if Joel thinks it's bad, that means I'm, I'm going to like. Think of like a '90s comedy because no. Joel it's says more slapsticky. So I'm like trying to think of one now. Uh, Groundhog Day was from the '90s, so that I, I dig it. I I'm, dig I'm it. looking for pervy ones for you guys. Uh, Why the pervy ones? Mall rats. Just an example. There we go. Mall rats. View askew anything. Clerks also. Yeah. No, I really, I was really into that. Home Alone Two, Lost in New York. Come on, <laughs> then get nastier than that. <laughs> Space Jam, you know what's going on. Uh, Mallrats was a standout movie. Yeah, you know? for humor in the nineties. Yeah. My, my two favorite comedies of all time it came out in the nineties. I'm like, they're terrible. It's Wayne's World and Groundhog Day. Oh yeah, Wayne's, Wayne's World. World. Get out of here. Empire Records. Uh, yeah, that was nineties too. Yeah, I really. That was that, a, that was a nasty movie. You what? know, people wanted nasty to make out with uh, that one guy. Now it's like bridesmaids, train wreck, like <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. A lot of drunk people movies, super like bad. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like people that are just hangover. <laughs> Ace Ventura, hangover See, two, oh, hangover three. Your Hangover 3. Buffalo 66. What? That's not a comedy. I was just saying I didn't presume to know what was funny in China right now because I lived there in the 90s. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> That's all. Billy Madison. Didn't mean oh, to set enough. off this huge, Boom. like, <laughs> no, challenge. There must, have been, there must have been a misinterpretation of your words. Sorry, Sarah. It's okay. I like talking about movies. Me, okay. same, same. When you said that, you're like, not a lot. No, and then I had an anime on it. I'm like, oh, my God. Is she right? Like, I was trying to think of, like, <laughs> oh, Clueless. I mean, I, I kind of have an issue Sorry. talking about comedies anyways, like, especially in, the, in this format, because it's like, all I feel like I can do is be like the Chris Farley show. Remember that time when those eight golden monks started beating up Stephen Chow, but there were, like, three of them that were standing in front doing, like, Tai Flexing Chi? Roses. Yeah, that was awesome. <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> made me laugh. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, it doesn't serve her very well to, to, you know. Oh, I see what you mean. Yeah, yeah. it's like 
I remember when you wrote that song. Yeah. Like when Chris Farley was doing that on, yeah. Yeah, it's a Chris Farley show. Yeah. That's what I'm talking yeah. about. Yeah. Remember that time when you were in the Beatles and you, and you sang that song? Is that true? <laughs> yeah, that was, that was awesome. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. And he's like, damn it, I screwed up. He's like, no, you're doing well. Really? No, R.I.P. Funny people. Yeah, for reals. I was thinking of Mitch Hedberg just then, too. Just yeah. like. R.I.P. the Adam Sandler movie, Funny People. Oh, no. Oh, sorry. <laughs> what are we talking about? We're talking about comedy. I got a fever. Stephen Chow. I really the only like... prescription. <laughs> I really like that lady with her with her goofy teeth and her yeah her turkey and stuff like that. Oh, I turkey. think that she did a really good job in this movie. Yeah, they tried really hard to make her like really greasy looking. Like you could tell, they oiled her mm-hmm. up and put like fake huge teeth on her. Yeah, and then they gave her this big scar, so it went over one eye, so it made it look kind of like droopy. Yeah, she's got like the slump shoulders thing and stuff like that too. Mm-hmm. But she's hideous, right? No, I don't. I don't think it really worked. I mean, she didn't. Well, didn't they tried to lower her voice to too to like a really low husk. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she was playing it up, but mm-hmm. I mean, like, I think, I think I knew early on that she was going to have like a transformation. Of course. Yeah. <laughs> Walking into this movie blind, I had a completely different perception of it like initially with all the you know the hype of the god of cookery stuff Mm -hmm. i didn't know that they were gonna like dethrone him or whatever yeah like i was just like okay he's dethroned like now what's gonna happen now what's gonna happen (laughs) movie over (laughs) and then like of course you know he goes through the the challenges of like working himself back up again but like I was like, there were so many things that just hit me sideways. Like, I was not expecting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And some of them were like, like, super reminded me of China. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's not really a movie where you're like, I know what's going to happen if you're just walking in it. Like, there's certain no. little things. But no, even then, it's like, it all just kind of hits you on surprise. Like, what? Especially when he ran house kicks that <laughs> I'd still yeah. Yeah, I'd still be surprised the second time. Uh I mean it's it's a pretty solid it's it's a solid all throughout comedy. Like it's not it it doesn't have any lulls. Which I, I felt like I'm I'm gonna blow everybody's mind here. When I, I the only other one I've seen is Kung Fu Hustle and I felt like there was a lot of uh, parts where I was just not into what was happening. This, I'm like, I was into this movie the whole time through for some reason, and I might just need to take a rewatch and a Kung Fu Hustle. Likewise, I, I feel Likewise, like because I had I had some issues with that with yeah, oh uh, Kung Fu Hustle as well. Yeah, yeah. When you first see it, like when I first saw, it, I'm like, oh okay. But then when you watch it again, it's like, holy crap! This movie is like so stylized, and it's in a certain time period, and it's like at a certain. Like, once again, like you said, like, it shows the lower class trying to get up. But it's so stylized, his movies, that you can't help but get sucked into these, like, another... It's this whole other universe where everything is very chaotic and slapstick, and it's just taken 
in a nonchalant way a lot of the time. Yeah, it's a cultural thing. Like yeah. it's a it's a cultural thing that takes from like what in my experience was actual Chinese culture. Oh. But the but the movie like has like a culture that it builds like yeah. and you feel like you're a part of that environment. Mm. Yeah, it's very like the Kung Fu Hustle one. I re- the like I said I just really like how much that was the more the focus is on the martial arts and he always puts martial arts in a little bit of like a s- fantasy and uh, I don't want to say like religious but kind of in a way spirituality yeah very spiritual mm. in a lot of them and it's very interesting because a lot of them are comedies so it's just it's very interesting I mean <laughs> he balances all that out like the um, journey to the west is like about the whole Monkey King story. Goku. Yep. Yep. <laughs> you got yep. it. It is in a way. Oh, go ahead. I was just gonna say it doesn't seem like this movie was actually very realistic to Chinese life because nobody got ran over by a, a person running a cart. <laughs> um, oh, Joel. Is that an Indiana Jones thing? No, it's a Sarah Sarah Jones thing. <laughs> What? what Indiana Sarah Jones. I got run over by a pedicab with four people on the back. Yeah, that's a, that's all. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> well, I'm glad. I'm glad you're okay. Yeah, it's all right. No, um, I I was gonna say though that um, <laughs> what was I gonna say, Joel? I don't remember. You're talking about some kind of rickshaw we nonsense. Yes, yeah, so <laughs> just taking you out of the game here. Oh, oh, oh. I was gonna say, in a weird way, it kind of reminded me of Golden Boy with like the like yeah. study yeah. thing, and like of course you know Golden Boy is super raunchy. Anime. Yeah, but that's um, from the nineties. But it was like that's <laughs> some, some anime for you, but it listener. Was Golden Boy. Oh, don't watch Golden Boy. Do, Just do it. it. Stop. Do, do it. it. There's like the there's like the noodle one where he's learning how to make the noodles and oh, stuff. Yeah, that's right. And I was like. It's kind of like he's learning how to be a cook. Like, yeah. yeah. I think my favorite Golden Boy is the swimming episode. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> or, the computer, or the computer one. The computer one, one's my favorite. Yeah, <laughs> those are my two up there. I like how he didn't have a computer, so he just had an open cardboard book box. And yeah. used a cardboard cutout of the keypad. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Warning so to good. listeners, it's a raunchy anime, but it's really funny. <laughs> Yeah. The anatomy on a lot of the ladies don't hold up in real life. <laughs> yeah. Aaron likes it. Yeah. I do, actually. Golden Boy's great. No, I meant the anatomy. <laughs> um, yeah. Why do you always do this? It's okay. Yeah. You're like, you like that. I do that to Aaron all I the just, time. Don't you worry, do. guys. I just gotta, That's what I'm here for. I'm here for this. <laughs> I learned it from you, okay? <laughs> I learned it from I learned it from you, Joel. <laughs> yeah. Who's the real pervert in the room? Yeah. Mm. Uh you Probably guys wanna me. you guys wanna wrap it up? I'm there. Yeah. I'm there. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, I, I but I just wanna thank you, Campo. This is such a great movie. Oh, yeah. Thank you for recommending it. Yeah, thanks for the recommendation. Thank you. Oh, I got more. Listeners can watch it on (laughs) Netflix while it's still on. It's been on Netflix for like two years. Oh, no kidding. It's been on there for a very long time. Because I remember seeing it recommended 
back when they they had Kung Fu Hustle on there a long time ago. I don't know if it's on there now, but it, like it was like if you like this, you'll like the God of Cookery. It's like I've never heard of this movie. Stephen, who? No. <laughs> same guy you just watched. Shut up. <laughs> so, yeah. So, I'm going to read the outro stuff, you guys. Uh, we have a contest winner. It is, uh, what is the name of this uh, human? Angel. Angel. You got it. What's the last name? Uh, Ro- Ro- Rojas? <laughs> is that right? Uh, and so, you're going to get, get our prize pack, which... Uh, they know who they are. Mm-hmm. They, they know who they are. They. Yep. They. Yep. Uh, Aaron's going to have them in store uh, for you, which is very convenient for us because otherwise we'd have to get your address and then mail it to you. And that sounds terrible. Terrible. (laughs) Thank you, Angel, for listening to our podcast. Oh, yeah. Thanks a lot. Thank you, Angel. And thank you for our contest. And thank you for everyone who entered our contest. We actually ended up having five entries. So that was... Uh, more than I expected. <laughs> Thank you. Because we only you. had one for a very long time, and then four more people popped up, which was great. Thanks to all you guys. Deep down, I really appreciate it. Thank you. And a separate thank you to Scott from uh, Florida, who's uh, been messaging us on our Facebook page. We really appreciate that. Like the communication we're getting from you is great. Thank you for the feedback. And I hope yeah, you thank you, Scott. It. I hope you don't think it's rude that uh, we have a picture of you on our wall with a heart around it. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> no. Don't yeah. creep people out. Hey, <laughs> if you ever come to Ventura, Aaron will give you a handshake. Uh, <laughs> Joel will give you the kisses, though. Yeah. Fuzzy, oh. fuzzy kiss. No, I'm not going to do that. How dare you? <laughs> How dare you? This is getting interesting. <laughs> Yes, indeed. All right, I'm going to read the outro stuff. You guys, think of a lesson that you yeah. learned from the God of Cookery, Part 2. Part 2? Electric, electric Pokemon? Electric. Hot plate? Hot plate. <laughs> hot blooded. Boogaboo. Wait, wait and see. All right. Got a fever of. What's your fever? Ah, uh, what? She doesn't know what her fever is. I don't know my fever. <laughs> we'll never figure it out. Hey. Keep going up and down. I'm here. You got a suggestion or comment? <laughs> write in at please don't podcast at gmail.com or message us on Facebook. If you uh, if you subscribe to us on any of your iTunes, any of your Stitchers, any of your Google Music, please leave us a rating or a written review. That increases our visibility and we'll like you very much. And we will read that review on the air. We haven't gotten any new reviews in a while. Uh, if you j- just take two seconds to to drop us, you know, a, like they're cool, and <laughs> you don't have to uh, message us or anything like that, I will look for it. Anyways, thanks in advance. We like uh, our listeners, whether or not they rate us. <laughs> oh, <laughs> no, what you do though? Yes. You do honestly. That's what I'm yep. saying. Like, you don't have to rate us to know that we like you. Except for uh, Mike Strauss. Uh, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> GM Grumpy. Oh, uh, we like Mike. Check out our podcast network, Ear Trumpet Audio, at eartrumpetaudio.com. We've got a whole bunch of different shows out there. Let's see. Uh, I'm going to mention Kill by Kill. Uh, Gina was on our uh, Twin Peaks episode recently, Woo. and they do a really, or her and Patrick do a really great show where they analyze the Friday the 13th movies by the characters who get murdered in them. And it's a lot of fun to hear them just break these things apart because, you know, 
you, you got to admit, once it gets to five, we're getting into some dumb territory, which is a lot of fun to talk about. That's Kill by Kill. All that stuff is at eartrumpetaudio.com. All right, lessons for the god of cookery. Okay, I got one. Okay, please. Don't be an asshole. That's a good lesson. That's a good lesson. I think I also learned that in Crawl. Hmm. And uh, Quincy's Quest. And uh, Endangered Species. And uh, 2001. And, uh, okay, sorry. Wow. Like another lesson is wow. don't leave poop in your pig intestines. <laughs> yeah, that's one you should tuck away. Yeah, yeah, that's that's a, that's a good lesson right there. I mean, yeah. you, you never know. <laughs> that's a good lesson. You're going to be stuck up there one day, like with, with some pig intestines. Yeah. D- don't get a. Um, I learned this in real life and from this movie. Don't get a parasite. Oh yeah. <laughs> Yeah, just don't do it. Yeah, Yeah. just don't do it. Error on the side of caution. (laughs) I mean, that's good. You know, that's that's weight loss tip that idiots do, right? They get parasites on purpose. Yeah, it's terrible. Mm -hmm. Well, my takeaway from this movie is is that uh, I need to work on my folding chair hitting people skills. Yeah, they're pretty sloppy, Aaron. Yeah, especially if you ever want to be a student child. That's what I'm saying. Mm. What if I want to be a golden monk? Were there any <laughs> folding chairs in uh, Journey to the West? Because oh. that would have been amazing. Actually, there might be. <laughs> yeah. I got to rewatch that one. That's exciting. Yeah, I Just, think there might be. Does it take place in the West? No, it's <laughs> like the story of the monkey king and all that. The West of China. Oh, Yeah. You said that, yeah, yeah. It's really good though. Mm-hmm. It's on Netflix. You'll probably right? have to watch it for the podcast. It's on Netflix. I mean, it's definitely a fantasy movie. Oh yeah, I love it. So okay, my lesson is I I forgot what I was going to say. It's great, great. What did you just say? Folding chairs. Okay, folding chairs. Folding chairs. Oh, my lesson is that it it's really cool that if you're just walking around. If you wear a super shiny thing under your regular clothes, that way you could just tear oh. it off kind of like a stripper, except for you've just got a showy outfit. Like, yeah, look how awesome I am. Like, everyone should do that. On it. Mm. Okay. Mm. I could do that, Joel. Get the tearaway clothes. I'll do, I'll do it for you, Joel. Have shiny clothes on under your clothes at all times. Yeah. So then yeah. you can have a dramatic <laughs> moment yeah. where you rip your clothes off to reveal your shiny outfit underneath. Mm. I could do that for you, Joel. I once read a... I know uh, you can, a like monkey monkey do or whatever that website is called monkey see something like that where they showed me how to make uh sweatpants that are tear away without you know ruining the sweatpants exactly that's what it was was just step by step yeah it's easy nice and breezy okay man we'll see you next week folks thanks for listening bye bye thank you thank you bye Bye, Aaron. goodbye joel EarTrumpetAudio.com Ideas and Entertainment 
loud and clear. 